Welcome to the Vacation Races and Friends podcast. A podcast about events, travel, and the people who love both. Find more episodes at vacationraces.com. Welcome back. We've got a new episode of Vacation Races and Friends podcast for you. I am calling the race announcer for Vacation Races. I've got Lyle Anderson in studio today. We are talking Lake Powell Half Marathon back to the original course. And I love this course, Lyle. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. This is one of our fastest courses in Vacation Races. It is a good one. It's it's a very... it doesn't feel downhill, but when you when you look at the overall elevation, and everything it's got a lot of downhill. It's kind of rolly, uh, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it starts out fairly flat, I guess you could yeah. say, but then once you get off the Page Rim Trail, it's uh, it's a lot of dropping. That yeah, you get some dar- downhills and then some rollers mm-hmm. that are going to kind of come up and down, but absolutely beautiful. This is one of our only events, I guess, that runs in the National Recreation Area. Generally, we're just outside of the parks and things like that, but we're actually in the National Recreation Area. Yeah, we finish right there yeah. at the state line. And actually, you get two states, too. You start in Arizona, you finish in Utah. That's true. That's so true. So if you're knocking off the states, yeah. do you count it for Arizona? Like, how does that work? That's a good question. We're going to have to ask I think do whatever you friends. feel good about. Oh, boy. Now I would have to do two different races. Uh, yeah, it would have to be two different. It would have to be two different races. I would think that Arizona would probably claim because you're the majority of the race. It's like you have like a mile in no, Utah. No, it's not even that. It's like literally like when you a enter half the, mile. when you enter the parking lot, you, you hit thirteen and then you come back in. Like it's it's yeah, you're right you're, there on the border. It's like that last tenth of a mile. It's like Still, you're in two different states. It is. It is two different states. Two different states. And Start and finish. Yeah, it's it's great. And we're excited to be back on this original course. Of course, COVID took us off of the course last year, which we still had a great course. It was just challenging off the Page Rim Trail, finishing it down at the amphitheater. But this year, we're back to all systems go. So we're going to go through the whole schedule, get you up to date on everything that you need to know to have a successful weekend with us at the Lake Powell Half Marathon. For over 40 years, Nathan has provided best-in-class running essentials designed to help runners enhance and improve their performance mile after mile and year after year. From our hydration vests and handhelds to our safety gear and apparel, Nathan products deliver on what matters most to you. Intuitive design, comfort, quality, and smart storage. Check us out at NathanSports.com or follow at NathanSportsInc on Instagram. The first thing I want everybody to know is Arizona is on a different time zone than Utah. Yeah, they're on the same as California right now. So yes. That's the best way to they're on Pacific time. Yep. And right I'm not now, even so. going to get into the fact that they don't change. Yeah. We're just going to say if you fly into Las Vegas, you're going to be on the same time yep. zone as when you get to Page. Yep. Yep. Don't worry about it when you go through Utah. Yeah, we we have another race that we do here in March. It's our Antelope Canyon Ultra and the time actually changes during the event every year. Yeah, it, like gets, it's, it gets real dicey <laughs> in there. The expo is is on one, like, and then daylight, whatever. It changes, like, the yeah. night of the race. So it's, like... So the best crazy. suggestion I have for you when you're coming is when you get to Page, make sure your phone is not automatically changing the time zone. You're so close to the border that it will literally flip back yeah, and forth. It, it bounces back and forth constantly. So it... it it messes up people's um, alarms. Yes. So, like, people, I have to always think about, like, what this does. So it actually, it actually would make you 
earlier for the race. Right. Which isn't a terrible thing. But if you're wanting to get an extra hour of sleep, you're going to appreciate that you did that so that you're not. So go into your settings, go into general date and time if you are an iPhone user and put it so it's not that you have to manually change the time zone for this race. It's going to make you much happier if you have an Android phone. Good luck. I hope it does that too. (laughs) I have no idea if it even works. I always have this discussion with my wife. She's she has an Android. She's stubborn. Yeah, she doesn't. June. Wanna, she doesn't want to switch. We need to have a talk with that me woman. Me and all my kids, all all five of us, all have. We're all Apple users. She's a holdout. She's like, nope, I'm not going that. Way. How about this? Comment below on why you want to use an Android <laughs> because we just don't know why you want to use Android. Okay, we're getting way off topic. We could go yeah. down a big rabbit hole. <laughs> when you got Lyle and I on microphones that are open, you're in trouble. Let's it just happens. put it that way. It happens. Okay, so Expo Day, Friday, October 8th. What time does the Expo start? Expo starts at noon. Noon time. Yeah. Okay, I like that. At John yeah. C. Page Park, which is right in the downtown area of Right Page. next to the high school. And this is the thing about Page. Some of you have never been there. We say downtown Page. Page is really just a very small place. It's a plateau. It's a plateau. That's a good way <laughs> of putting it. it. It's a mesa. Yeah, <laughs> and just... we're on top of it. And so if you're staying anywhere around Page, there are chances that you're within walking distance from most of your hotels. There are some newer hotels that are kind of on that south side off of Highway 89 that might be a little bit farther away, but you're within a couple miles right. of this. Yeah, if, you're, if you're actually up on the plateau... Very, very walkable. Yeah, very, very walkable. So check that out before you come because we do have plenty of parking there, but it's an easy walk. There's Mm -hmm. lots of restaurants on the main roads and everything like that. Very walkable, very small town. And this is a great park. I actually love this location. Yeah. It's a great one. Yeah, and it actually is the same location that we'll be using for the start of the race on Saturday morning too. So like, um, yeah, it's it's great to familiarize yourself with it, but also kind of like what we were just talking about, if you're staying in a hotel that's within walking distance, uh, I'd highly recommend just walking there on race morning just to avoid the whole. Yeah. And we'll tell you how to get life. back with shuttles and stuff like that because we have that opportunity. So yeah. if you're in walking distance, definitely walk over to the race expo. It'll start at noon. Of course, we can't handle people before noon. So don't try to come at 1030 or 11. Sleep in. Sleep, sleep in. in. Yeah, sleep in. totally. Have, sleep go to breakfast. In. Have, a, have yeah. a good morning. It would be. It would be great. So noontime is when you're going to come over to the expo. And I always love this because Lake Powell, of course, we're right there on Navajo Nation is right outside of Page. I mean, right. basically, Page is an incorporated city, but the Navajo Nation makes up really the area. Pretty much surrounds it. Much surrounds it. it yeah. yeah. So being on the Navajo Nation gives us a unique opportunity to kind of. Some and, cultural. Yeah, uh, to kind of engage yeah. with their culture. And so we've got the Navajo hoop dancers coming. Mm-hmm. Tomas. Yep. I love Tomas. Yeah, he's awesome. He does a great job. He does do a great job. And, and, he, if, and he explains a lot of their culture before, yeah. you know, he does it just so that you can understand the symbolism behind the yeah. hoop dancing and all that. And he's stuff. like a world champion hoop dancer. Yeah, yeah. And if you haven't seen the hoop dancing. Yeah, look it up on YouTube. Oh, it's so cool. You're yeah, in good. for a treat. And if he brings his little daughter, it will be the most amazing <laughs> thing ever because she's got little hoops and she's adorable. Yeah. So four o'clock on Expo Day on this Friday, we will have the Navajo Hoop Dancers. So we encourage you, if you have to come early, come back for that or Mm -hmm. come around that time and take part in that because it is a really special thing. They usually dance for about 30 minutes Mm -hmm. and it's a great opportunity. They want you to take pictures. They want to answer your questions. And they're they're usually pretty open to like letting you come up and like get pictures with them. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they will because of COVID and stuff. They may be a little bit more guarded because of that, but you can... Definitely stand back and, and 
video yeah. their performance and take yeah. pictures and stuff like that. Well, and I think you just brought up something that was really important that we don't want to go too far into this before we talk about it. COVID-19 and the Navajo Nation. It was a pretty, you know, right. uh, intense situation for them during COVID. Right. And it still is. It yeah. still is something that they're battling. So And so we really need to be um respectful. Very respectful. And mindful of uh, Yeah. The, fragi- the fragility, I don't know if the that's frag- even a word. <laughs> I was like, fragility, that's from the fragile. Christmas story. That's from the Christmas story, I don't Lyle. know if fragility is a word, but like, I'm going to say it anyways, because it sounds Okay. I just, I just, fragility Lyle, I just the- lyled that word. You did lyle that word. So we just want to be really respectful because for most of 2020, the Navajo Nation was 100% shut down. They weren't yep. even to run. Tourism is a huge part mm-hmm. of where they make their income. They weren't able to do that. So the more we can respect their policies and things and keeping them safe with COVID-19, the more they can support themselves and the more that they can have their businesses and take care of their families. And the sooner they can get back opened up. To normal. Yeah. So we want to do our very, very best as far as it goes with that. But as far as the race goes, we don't have a mask requirement for the race. But of course, if you're in an area that's congested, we still want you to be mindful. Yeah. Just just like Colleen said, we we just want to. Make sure that everybody's mindful of other people and maybe some people aren't as comfortable in crowds as others. So like just be aware and respectful of those people that might want their their space, their space. Yeah, it's a good idea. Just have a mask with you just in case you are going to need it. But Expo Day is going to go pretty easily on Friday again, 12 to 6. The Expo ends at 6. We've got some vendors coming as well. Awesome. So got some vendors coming and uh, yeah, it should be a good one. It's going to be, you know. Back to back to normal expo. Nice. Is, 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 except is nice no s'mores. Except for no s'mores. No, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. We'll get there. We'll get we're not there. ready to. We're not ready to bust out those hammocks. That's and sticky stuff situation. Yet. That's a sticky situation. <laughs> I think that's just what we don't want. Is that's the sticky situation that is the yeah. s'mores. It is we'll very just, sticky. We'll just, we'll just blame COVID for for all sticky, for all that sticky s'mores. So race expo is going to end at six, but you do have till seven o'clock to pick up your bib. So just. The vendors won't be there between Correct. six and seven. So yeah, just they'll, they'll start breaking down late. at six. And yeah. so if you want to get the full expo experience, then make sure you're there before six. It is a great park. It's got a great little playground for the kids and everything like that. So it, it really, it's all grass. It, it's right. a, but it's a great location for the expo. Yeah. Nerding out on data, perfecting the optimal training and nutrition plan, aiming for progression in PRs. Sound like you? Well, Gnarly Nutrition can relate. Featuring a full line of honest sports nutrition products, Gnarly provides the best nutrition possible for all types of mountain athletes. Because they offer great tasting and reputable products, Vacation Races trust Gnarly to be the on-course hydration sponsor. With the low-calorie, high-electrolyte Gnarly Hydrate for shorter races and the calorie, electrolyte, and amino acid-filled Gnarly Fuel 2.0 for longer races. Gnarly is here, taking the bonking out of your big day. Use code vacation 15 during checkout at gonarly.com for 15% off. I'm sure there's people that are staying down at the lake yep. at the Waweep resort down there, yep. um, which is by the finish line. Yep. And so how do we get them to the start line? What are our options here for that morning? We will have a shuttle uh, that'll be running from the finish line in the morning there, like you said, next next to the uh, Wawit Marina, um, down at the state line, there will be shuttles running, plenty of parking there. So if you are staying, uh, you know, inside the park boundaries, or even, you know, coming in from slightly 
Canab, Big Closer Water, to that area, something yeah, like that. You know, yeah. Then, then obviously that would probably make more sense instead of driving all the way into Page. Just go and park at the finish line and jump on one of the shuttles in the morning. Those shuttles will start loading around 4.15-ish, somewhere around there. Uh, and then the first shuttle is going to leave about 4.45. But we'll, uh, okay. but we'll, we've got several shuttles, so there's not just one shuttle. Because so, yeah. everybody thinks we I only did, do one shuttle. I did shuttle. say we have a shuttle, and then I realized, like, yeah, someone might take me literal on that. Everybody so, just like, freaked yeah. out because they're like, there how am I getting on the shuttle? Multiple, there are multiple shuttles. Okay. So anybody who's taking the shuttle from the finish line obviously doesn't have to worry about their car's going to be there when they finish things, sure. get in their car and leave. Anybody who takes, who just drives to the start or walks to the start, then those shuttles will be there at the finish line. They'll go in reverse. Okay. To their cars after the race. And there's so. plenty of parking at the start line as well. Like you said, right. we're right by the high school. Yeah. So we'll utilize all the high school parking okay. that morning. And then also all the streets have plenty of, yeah. of parking there. So really logistics are pretty straightforward. Yeah, it's for always this nice one. when we, when we have parking available, both the start and yeah. the finish. So we can kind of split up where the bulk of the people are parking. It just yeah. makes it to where it's not so chaotic one place or the other. So, and you know, Lyle said there's plenty of parking at the finish line. And when we say plenty of parking, we mean plenty of parking. It is a boat ramp yeah. and it is, I don't actually know if it's active right now. We'll get into the low water situation, but, uh, it's huge. Like it's a uh, massive area. They're actually extending the ramp right now. So it's, it's not an active boat ramp right now, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, there's a lot, there's plenty of parking there. So. Yeah. So don't worry about parking. You're going to have that. We'll get you to the start line. And of course the start, what time is uh, the start going to be for the, this one? The race is going to start at six 30. Okay. So we'll be, you know, normally with our, with our races, we, we have different waves. So everyone's assigned a wave with COVID. We've kind of had to stagger a lot of our start times. And so the waves have actually been a really great way to kind of like automatically just assign people a, a start time. And so it's flowed very well through the past year and a half to utilize those, those waves as, as assigning people a certain start time to kind of stagger the start out. We're not going to have to do that. We're still going to have our waves, but sure. we're, we're not going to have to stagger the race. So um, we will still have, you know, the, the waves will be staggered, but not in the sense that we've had to do in the past. Right. There, there's half. not going to be minutes between yeah. each of the waves. It's more going to be like a rolling start right, would right, probably be right. where we do. We don't want to put, you know, too many of you all out on the course at once because that causes congestion. Yeah, especially we'll, 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 we'll probably have like course. a small break here and there between waves just to get the, the congestion because the first mile of the course, you're just doing a loop through basically through a residential part of page. Mm -hmm. And then, and then we have some traffic control that we have to, you know, get everybody safely across the, you know, a busy road and stuff. So we have police there and stuff to get everybody across. So we have to try and get everybody across in a fairly quick um, a matter of time. But like, but at the same time, we don't want everybody stepping on. Everybody. Sure, sure. So it's it will be a really easy start, more like a normal start. We use the waves also. It's based on your projected finish time. So you're running with people who are probably very close to your same pace, and it just kind of helps with the whole flow of the race. So that's why we ask you to stay in your waves and things like that. If you do need to change, if like Lyle and I went to run together, he was in a different wave than I was, we can always go back to a different right. wave or something right. like that. So that's not not a problem there. Uh, so we'll just line up in the waves. We'll get you guys out on the course at 630. And then we have a beautiful course. Like I said, I really love this course and plenty of aid stations out there. Six total aid stations. They come every three mile, every yep. two miles after mile three. Yep. Uh, what's going to be at all those aid stations? Uh, every aid station is going to have water, of course. 
Good, good thing. That's good a thing. really we'll good water thing. There. You guys are we're, in for a we're treat. We're in the desert. Hey, you guys are in for a treat. We hey, got water we for you water at our aid in stations. In blue jugs. And I'm going to tell you what, we're going to also have gnarly at each of those aid That's stations. a treat. That is a treat. Any raspberry gnarly uh, yet? I don't think we have that yet. Gosh, so, Dan, I'm dang. waiting for it to I come think, out. I don't think we'll get it till next year. All right. All next right. year's stash. But if you guys haven't tried gnarly, I'm going to tell you right now, it's, I think, my favorite electrolyte drink. Well, it's a and really we're good not one. just spouting off because no, they're a really great not. sponsor. They're a great partner. I love it. Yeah. And I don't like electrolyte drinks. Mm-hmm. I take, I am an electrolyte pill kind of a girl. Yeah. I really like gnarly. Yeah. It works well. Gnarly's great. So we'll have water and gnarly at okay. every aid station. Also, we'll have honey stinger gels. And uh, so that's at every aid station. And then at miles seven and 11, we're going to also have uh, some cut up bananas and oranges for okay. you, um, which is great. But then at our very first aid station, which is around mile three, mm-hmm. uh, I've learned over the years to not say mile three. I'm just going to say it's around mile three, it is. but I'm going to say it's at the church at parking the lot. Aid, so yeah, it's at the Mormon church parking lot right. there in Page. There, we'll have our aid station set up there. And at that aid station, very good. Not at the mile marker, but no, at that aid station. No. We will have clothing drop available for anybody who uh, I don't I don't foresee it being too cold on race morning. Generally not. But if you wanted knows? to start with a long sleeve on, yeah, who who knows if it happens to be chilly that morning and you feel like it's too cold to take it your long sleeve, you know, sweatshirt or jacket or just long sleeve shirt off uh, before you start the race. You do have options and you can run with it until that aid station and then you can throw it and we'll. Uh, and we'll bring it, uh, bring but it to But only at that first aid station. But only at that first aid station, yep. We'll we don't have... want to decorate the desert with all no, your clothes. No, no, and then And if you do, there's no guarantees that you're going to get it back. Sure. Somebody so, might just pick it up and be like, that's a nice sweatshirt. So, yeah, anything anything that's left elsewhere on course is going to be considered trash. Yeah. But if you leave it at the aid station, then we will bring it back to the finish line, and it'll be there for you to claim Perfect. along with your gear check bags. Perfect. So. And gear check bags, we we missed hitting on that at the start line. Right. Same situation. Say you've shuttled up in the morning. It was cool in the morning. You right. don't want to start with your long pants on and your sweatshirt. You can throw it in a gear check bag. Yep. We'll take those right at the start line. We'll take them to the finish. Yeah, just don't put your keys or your phone in Keys, there. phones, wallets, yeah. car Any, rental agreements. Anything, anything very valuable. VRBO like, We do contracts. a great job of transport, of keeping all this stuff safe. Safe, yeah. But there's unforeseen things that come up. And and so, you know, just for your own your own protection, like yeah. just don't put it in your bag. So. Because you don't want that to be the one bag that for some reason we can't find. Right. Because right. that's it's never a good situation. No. So gear chalk bags, yeah. yeah, at the start line. Your gear, if you started with something loose right. clothing drop, yeah. first aid station. Yep. Yeah, yep. let's clarify that. What's fueling your race? Is nature powering your run? Nature's sunshine puts the power of nature into your hands with world-class herbs and supplements, protein powders, and active nutrition formulas designed to keep you healthy for the long haul. With nearly 50 years of expertise and an impeccable reputation for excellence in the natural health industry, we're proud to partner with Vacation Races to offer you 15% off your order. Just use promo code NSPVR at checkout. That's NSPVR. Live better, climb higher, dream bigger, dig deeper, and power your game with the power of nature at naturesunshine.com. After that first aid station, we get on my very favorite part of the course. 
which is the page rum trail. Oh yeah. I oh, yeah. love it. It's a good one. So like the the thing that's really cool about this trail system, it actually goes all the way around the whole city. We of use Page. it for our ultra. Yeah, we use it for our ultra. It's about ten miles, ten ish miles. Yeah, it's about ten. Um, and uh, so our our Antelope Canyon Ultra runs the hundred miler does multiple loops on right. it after they've done everything else. But everybody but kind of finishes on it. Everybody everybody runs on that, and uh, and it's a pretty amazing trail system. And quite honestly. If you get the chance, like, I don't want to tell you to go run it before the race because right, I don't want to, like, right. you know, negatively affect your your race. But if you get a chance to to go walk it, hike it, yeah, run it I after agree. the race, uh, I recommend it. it. It gives you a great perspective and yep. view of the whole surrounding area there. It's like the whole um, mesa. It goes around that whole mm-hmm. mesa that page sits yeah. up on top of. It, and it's beautiful you yeah. go through there's like different sections of the page road right. trail and it, it definitely is and or if you're a mountain biker bring your mountain bike yeah we and we it. don't and we don't run the whole page right. trail we only run a, a couple miles on it but it's a but it's it's probably I think, the best it's probably the best couple, couple miles, miles on there we're, yeah. we're we're overlooking lake pal as mm-hmm. we're as we're on the part that we're running so it kind of gives you a really cool like scenic view of the of the lake and so well and that's like the first unique part of this race course is you've got this page rim trail about a mile and a half almost two miles on the page rim trail mm-hmm. once you get off that you are up above Glen canyon dam kind of looking right. down you drop down you run down the road and you get to cross over the Glen right. canyon dam like well you get, not not the dam but the bridge right next the, to the dam sure yeah. i mean basically yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. only other way that you can do it but <laughs> yeah you're they right won't there. allow us to run across the dam no, that would be pretty cool if they did it would be pretty cool but they don't well. allow people to drive across dams anymore <laughs> go figure <laughs> I don't know why things can happen. And so you actually get to run. You're right there on the dam. It's really cool. And once you come across the dam, then we take that turn and we get into the national recreation area Mm -hmm. and Lakeshore drive all the way to the state line boat ramp and all down Walweet Marina is Mm -hmm. the name of the marina that Mm -hmm. you're going to run along. And it's great. Very low traffic on that road. Well, we, we close down the whole northbound lane. So you guys are running in the northbound lane. So southbound traffic can still drive in the other lane, but you guys have the whole northbound lane that yeah. you guys basically own. It's really the nice. So. The one thing I want you to know, we said that this is a fast course, which it is, because there was one time, Lyle, where we started the race at the park. We made a little bit of traffic going over the bridge because the runners <laughs> get to go over the bridge. And uh-huh. so we're down to one lane. So it makes some traffic. So my husband and I, who does the sound, we are rushing, trying to get through this traffic. The guy beat us oh, to yeah. the finish line. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I couldn't believe it. I could not get my, my microphone on fast enough. And he ran right underneath the finish line arch. He actually beat us. This is the only time we have been beat to the finish line. So it it could be fast. 112 was the course. Record, oh, I swore so. it was faster than yeah, that. Yeah, I, I was thinking it was 108, but it was 112. I just remember him. He had red hair. He had a red beard. I totally yeah, remember yeah, him. Yeah, Mike Popejoy, right? Was it Mike Popejoy? Well, I think yeah, I think that year. But the 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 record is uh, T.O. White. T.O. Sean White. Okay. Is the course record holder. I always throw that out to a challenge to our, you know, front runners. Right. Who, those guys who are on gun time, they're in that first wave. You know, everybody else going for age group awards, you're on chip time, so it doesn't really matter. But those guys on gun time, they're running for those overall awards. I always say, hey, see if you can beat me to the finish line. Because right. at this event, it could possibly happen. Right. So let's right. see. So it it really is a great race. But I do want to say, I have run this race myself, and I've run this course many times. 
There's some hills in the last little bit mm-hmm. when you're yeah. on that Lakeshore Drive. Yeah, if, if mile ten. Yeah, there's there's a couple. I mean, they're they're not big. They're just no, little, little rollers, no. like you said earlier. Yeah, like they're but they can fill, especially with tired legs. By the time yeah. you get to that point, they can fill more significant than they actually are. Because I just but. never want you guys coming and saying, "Yeah, you guys told us it was so fast, it was so hard." No, there are hills. Yeah, you there's can look at hills. the you can look at the elevation and you can see that the the it it doesn't stay downhill the whole way. No, but. it 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 doesn't. But it is very runnable and great and. You know, going back to the Page Rim Trail, if you're not a trail runner, you might be like, oh my gosh, I've never done trail. Do I need trail shoes? Page Rim Trail, especially this section. It's very hard packed dirt. Hard packed dirt or slick rock that you're on top mm-hmm. of. Yeah. Um, it's wide in yeah. a lot of the spots. It once you when you very first get onto the Page Rim Trail, it's a little bit narrow. Yeah, yeah, just right when you first get yeah. on. Yeah. And so it might feel a little bit crowded there, but then once you get down onto the actual rim trail. There's plenty of spaces. Right. It's, it's easy to ask someone, you know, if you can pass and you can pass easily and things like that. So it's not real narrow. It's not tree lined. It's it, and you're and you're four miles into the race at that point. Things too. are so spreading out. So it's yeah. not as you're you're not as congested as you are because the first the first four miles of the course you're you know you're all on city streets and so yeah. it's there's a lot of room to pass people. So if you're wanting to pass somebody, take advantage of in that first exactly, four miles exactly uh, before you jump onto the trail. But then once you come off the trail. You're all back. You're on, on pavement. Roads. Yeah. So, so it's just that little point. It's and a couple miles. if you do, you're going to get on this trail and it's going to be beautiful. You're going to want to take pictures. Right. Just be aware of people behind you. Step to the side. It's yep. easy to step to the side off the trail in a safe manner. So just make sure you do that. So it makes sure that people can get by you if they need to get by you. Um, always a little, a little respect and kindness goes a long right. way when we're right. on those little trail sections. Little trail etiquette. Oh, and it's such good trail. It's such good trail. It is I, good. I feel like once you, you like get on that page room and then you're like, no, 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 I want more of the page room. It's so good. You'll have to go back and check it yeah, out. Yeah, this, though. this was actually, this entire page rim trail was actually the course that we ran last year. Yes, it was. Uh, due to COVID uh, complications with us finishing in the park. So we, we just uh, our our backup course was the the entire page rim trail, yeah. which was which was great. Yeah, it it really is something to see. So basically, you're going to get to the finish line right there at the boat ramp. We got a great finish line, beautiful backdrop, mm-hmm. Wawi Bay Castle oh, Rock yeah. right there, really gorgeous. We're going to do an award ceremony. Yep, yep, we're going to have award ceremony. Awesome. So we'll be doing that award ceremony. We haven't had a lot of award ceremonies. Yeah, we'll be starting that at nine fifteen. Okay, perfect. Um, Kind of the standard time yeah. that we've done in the past. If you're running to on competitively for overall awards or masters overall awards, you're going to be timed on gun time, which means you need to be in the first wave that leaves. When the race starts, your gun time yeah. starts. Yeah. So make sure, make sure that you're not late to the race because yes, because if you're wanting to go for one of those overall spots, they do go off of gun time. Yeah. Everybody else is chip timed. Yep. So doesn't matter where you start, the, what way you you're may in. you may have a faster overall time if you started last but the awards are going to be based off of gun time right so that's gonna only the overall awards are based off of gun time everything else is all will take into consideration where you started and your chip will trigger when you cross the start line so it'll be super easy so once you're to the finish line we're gonna give you a big beautiful vacation races medal what's on the medal this year lyle oh man lake powell like i know lake powell (laughs) I know, but sometimes it's like Castle Rock. Sometimes it's Rainbow Bridge. Sometimes, I mean, it's, it could be Lone Rock. I, it's, a, it's a good question. I can't recall off the top of my head. He what, just wants you guys to be surprised. That's yeah, what this is all well, about. I, I, you know, I've seen it, and now that you put me on the spot, I can't Look think of that. what it what it looks like. It is but, absolutely uh, gorgeous, but so. it is it is pretty amazing. And uh, we try to change the design 
every year. And uh, to be honest with you, I have a hard time keeping them all straight. So. I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to look at the race guide that we've printed out. I, I'm yeah. getting old lady eyes, so I'm having a hard. I know. Time, I'm looking like, at it too. Looking at it, and it's. It just looks like the lake. It but just looks like a meandering, uh, yeah. meandering view of the part lake, of the so. lake. So let's talk about the lake for a minute, though. Um, the lake levels are very it's low, low. Yeah, like it's low. historic lows. It went down 50 feet over last year's low. Yeah. It's actually problematic. It's yeah. closed down. The state line boat ramp had to close down. Yeah. Antelope boat ramp has not been opened for months and months because the water levels are so low and they did not extend that boat ramp. I don't know if they can extend the antelope boat ramp. I'm not sure if they can either. That, that one's pretty tight. It right is pretty right. tight. And it had a cliff. They had pictures uh-huh. of people like trying to get kayaks down a cliff in order to get to the water oh, levels. So it, it's really problematic there as far as water goes. You're going to notice a big toilet ring all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very unique. Yeah. But it shows you how low the water's gone to. I, was, uh, I have a friend who was just on the lake over Labor Day weekend, and they went to... Escalante Arch. It's not been seen in decades. It's been underwater. And it's starting to peek out from underwater because Glen Canyon that makes up Lake Powell is underneath there. Yeah. And there are all these features and things that no one has seen for years because the lake is 200 feet deep at some point. So, yeah. Yeah. When when I was in high school, we used to always Mm. hear horror stories of giant catfish the size of Volkswagens that uh, could yeah. swallow people. The carp the of Lake Powell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they they got to be some huge ones down there. If <laughs> they ever drain say. the lake, it would just be dead carp just everywhere. <laughs> dead giant catfish just oh, down there. Oh, I can't even imagine. But the lake levels are very, very low. So when you when you go, you will see that it has definitely impacted that area in a big yeah. way. Um, yeah. Boats not, not being able to be launched or to be pulled out. Well, and, it, and, it's, and it's caused long delays in getting votes because it's because it's basically uh choked everything down to like a single file line to get the boats launched and taken out of the water and sometimes those launch times are two hours yeah so it's been it's been really an interesting season and it's it's crazy but all these we're talking about some of these fun facts and some of these things uh I want to do a little plug for our Race Joy app. We have a tracking app yeah. that we use. And if you've got some spectators coming or you just want to track yourself, we have the Race Joy app. So download that before you get there. And if you're using it, you start it when you start your race. And uh, we've built in some really fun facts, some history, things about the area. I make some hiking suggestions and stuff. And I, I put all this, build it in so that you can listen to it and hear it as you get to different points along it the It really course. is kind of fun. We've had people like at other races message me afterwards like, hey, can you send me that those those fun facts that were on there? Like, I'd love to be able to share those yeah. recordings and stuff. So. so it's just a fun extra thing. It's like an audio tour guide that's built into your RaceJoy app. So plan to use that. And it's a great way for people, even who aren't right there with you spectating, they can spectate from afar. They can send you cheers and, and things like that. So it, it is really fun. So Race Joy is definitely one that you want to check on. And you'll learn a little bit more about the lake. And I talk about the low water levels and why it's like uh, that I, I live close by and I learn something yeah. every time. It's it's good stuff. So is there anything else on the course that we've missed, Lyle, uh, with this course, our aid stations, Age group no, we'll have we'll have medics also on course. Okay. I forgot to add that, but we'll have medics mile on course seven. at mile seven. Yeah. Right right before you go across the bridge, there'll okay. be medics there. So if you know, I don't foresee anybody having sure. any sort of medical issues on course, but just be aware that if there need is be. 
some medics that'll be there and also at the finish line. So, uh, so we got you covered. We'll take good care of you there. And of course, once you finish, if you did park up at the John C. Page Park up by the high school, we'll have those shuttles that will be headed back there. They'll just be filling and leaving from that parking lot. So you can do that. Make sure you have a mask for shuttles when you're riding shuttles as well. Of course, if you parked at the finish line in the morning, you're going to be right there. Right. If, if you are staying at the Lake Powell Resort, that's right there at the Wawit Marina, it's about a mile walk. And there's a little trail that goes straight over to our finish line. So it's something that I would look at in the daytime before you walked it at night, just so you know right where it's at. Or if you're camping, the Lake Powell campground is right across the street from where right. the finish line is. So right. it really is a great location and we'll have shuttles going either way for you. Yeah. Um, just refer to that. So, yeah, we've got. And if you want more suggestions on things to do in the area, we have our Spark Challenges app. Spark Challenges. Download that and it will give you. It's also in our printed race guide or our PDF online race guide. It has a list of fun activities that you can do. Some, some are historical, some are hiking, some are to do with cultural things in the area. And you can do those. You can earn some points and those points will add up to get you your Lake Powell Explorer Club badge, which is free. It's kind of, it's taken the place of our club hikes and our trifecta activities. And it's, and it's pretty fun. It's it's yeah. a great way to kind of like get engaged with the area when you're there and, and to really explore some, you know, yeah. some things that are off the beaten path. And Colleen, I'm just looking at this uh, runner demographic. I, oh, yeah. This is actually one of the most fascinating parts of the race guide that I love to I look love at. this page. So it's on page eight in okay. your race guide. And, uh. It's a very interesting thing to just look at the stats of, of who's coming to this race. Where they're so, coming from. Yeah, so we have 47 states represented and two countries. Now, this is this is interesting. Usually, we have more countries represented. International travel, yeah. yeah. So because of COVID, like, I've noticed that yeah. this, you know, we've got Canada and, and the U.S. That Those Canadians can sneak in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they, but... they have an easier time sneaking down here than we do going up there. But, yeah. Uh, um, but we got 47 states represented. It looks like we don't have anybody from Maine. I think it's Maine, Rhode Island, Rhode Island and Delaware. Delaware yeah. yeah. Don't know what's going on there, Rhode, guys. I- Rhode Island is usually uh, it's a tough the elusive one. To get. one. Yeah, it's a tough yeah. one to get. And Delaware is pretty small as well. I mean, yeah. let's be honest. And then we have uh, 107 males in the age 25 to 29. So that's our largest male demographic. That, and that's a young demographic. That is a young demographic. That's usually it's usually it's it's the the next the next two that usually yeah, the dominate 30s that demographic. And the, yeah, that's interesting. So that's good to see that the younger the younger male crowd is getting more active and involved in that capacity. And then same with uh, on the female side. Yeah. It's 30 to 34 has 196. That's our biggest age so group there. That's the biggest one right there. And, that, yeah, and ladies showing up. I mean, the ladies, ladies are, are ladies showing are up. showing up. Yeah, it's it's like I said, when you get the race guide, it's interesting to look at these this demographics page and see where everybody's coming from and and all that stuff. Well, and, I also like to see you know seventy five and older. We have three participants in the seventy five and older category. Yeah, one male and two females. That's yeah, awesome. It is, and in seventy seventy four, we have ten males, age yeah. seventy and to seventy four. Yeah, so. I just love that where, you know, we've got the 20-year-olds. We have people who are going to be maybe even in their 80s, like Len, when he comes out yeah. to run with us. Yeah. I mean, he's 82, 83, so I think, this amazing. year. It's so much It's so much fun. And that's what Vacation Races really is all about. It's, it's unique, and it's made for everyone. You know, as we're saying that, when people get worried about cutoff times and, and things like that, we have a four-hour course limit on this right. Lake Powell Half Marathon. 
which is about an 18 and a half minute mile. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's very walker friendly. Yep. Um, I don't think you, you have, have to worry to, about you that. You may have to boot scoot and boogie every once in a while. That's just a little to, bit. Just to kind of keep yourself on that pace. But, but we'll have pacers who yep. will be lining up with the different waves and they'll be running the same pace as that projected finish time for that wave. And we'll have sweepers out there, people to help you along to yep. make sure you're on the right pace. So yeah, beast sweep, pacing Sweepers will be, will be keeping that pace. So, you know, to make sure that nobody falls behind them and stuff. And, um, yeah, this is 25% of our participants. This is going to be their first half marathon. That's pretty high. And 50%, it's their first time visiting Lake Powell. So wow. half of you guys, it's I've your never first time coming it. here. Okay, so Lyle, you're coming to Lake Powell for the very first time. Yeah. What's the one thing you think they should do while they're there? Mm. Well, it's it's kind of different now that the water's so low it is yes because like back in the day like i my me and all my high school buddies our senior year in high school we went and did our senior trip at lake Powell, and we mm. my my buddy's dad had a houseboat there and so we spent a whole week there and cruised but that was in 95 yeah and the water was like at an all-time high right i remember like it was, that it was Way like almost high. busting over the dam so they were yes. having to like spill water over the spillways and stuff which was crazy to see where it's at now right. versus then so um, but you know, one of the things that I love doing is, um, taking a boat up to rainbow bridge. Yes. Like that's a fun, it's an all day thing. Like it is like, it's, it, it's going to take you all day, but I like think the tour boats, if you, and I don't know if the tour boats are leaving, you're gonna have to check with water levels yeah. on that. I'm not sure, but they do have tours out of the Lake Powell resort yeah. and it's like a two and a half hour boat ride up there. Right. But it's the largest freestanding arch. Yeah. What's it's, the difference between an arch and a bridge. And a bridge. Because Rainbow bridge, bridge is not an arch. It's a bridge. It's a bridge. Is it because the water goes under it? So a bridge is formed by water. Okay. And an arch is formed by wind. Ah, so That's Arches National too. Park. Yeah. Delicate arch is formed mm-hmm. by wind. Yeah. Where Rainbow Bridge, there is there used to be when the water was high, the water would flow underneath now, you, you the used, bridge. When I was in high school... We used to be able to drive your boat right up underneath yes. of the bridge. Yeah. you knew, And um, the thing about Rainbow Bridge that you also need to recall, remember is that it's n- sacred land to yeah, the Navajo yeah, Nation now. Yeah. And so they really have cut back on on going underneath the bridge right, and doing right. weird things off of the bridge. <laughs> Stuff that we used to do in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably not very, very smart. But Respectful. It, but Rainbow Bridge, amazing. Yeah. Like Rainbow Bridge and stop a dangling rope. I, oh, like, yeah. our, our favorite thing was like, we love dangling rope. Stop a dangling rope, get some ice cream, it's feed a, it to the carp. And yes. Yes. Feed <laughs> it to the carp that are huge. That could yeah. eat your entire arm. Oh, dangling yeah. rope is a gas station in the middle of the lake. If you don't know about Lake Powell, it is massive. Yeah. It's got more lakeshore than the East Coast. The, of the Pacific United States. Coast. Yeah. The Pacific Coast. No, I heard coast. the East Coast too. Oh, wow. Well, I guess it, it's huge. I mean, I think it's the same way. There's so much. Yeah. There's so much shoreline. It's absolutely incredible. So people go out there for weeks at a time on houseboats and there's so many nooks and crannies yeah. and look at a map and, and you'll get a better perspective for Lake Powell. It is giant. Yeah. So it is yeah. pretty, pretty cool to get out there. I would say with low lake levels... If you got to do one thing, you got to go to Horseshoe Bend while you're there. Horseshoe Bend is really, but that's not at the lake. It's not at the lake, but it's right there. Horseshoe Bend, Horseshoe Bend is definitely a must. You know, the first year we did this race, it was 2013, Mm -hmm. and I remember the owner Salem Stanley. Yeah, we were out there, and he's like, "Oh, you want to go check out Horseshoe Bend?" And I'm like, "What's that?" He's like, "You know, it's that picture on the phone book. I'd never heard of it before." Right. But the but the Yellow Pages phone book had a picture of it, and I was like, "Oh, okay." For years, I'd been going to Lake Powell. And you drive right by it. I had no idea it was there. Yeah. I had no idea. But now, 
They've made a with, really nice visitor center. With the, center uh, with and the uh, you know, the creation of Facebook and Instagram, you see it all. The time. All these, all these little gem places are very well known to they the, are the rest very of the well world. Known. So, but it is something special to see. It is beautiful. They do have a whole new setup out there, a new yeah. parking lot. They have a new trail. If you've done it before, you don't have to go up and over like the sand yeah. anymore. They actually have another trail that goes out. It's fully accessible I think now. It's wheelchair friendly. Yeah, it's now, it's fully accessible, so. so you can go out there. Unfortunately, they have put up railings. Yeah. Because some people fell off. It's not. It's it's like what fifteen hundred feet straight down. It's a long way. It's a down. long way down. And have you have you hiked down on the other side? I down have to the river? not. We should go do that. Afterwards. I have not. It's, done we did that. It, we did it last year. That Lyle, was my first time. Doing Lyle's it. talking about what is it called? I forget what the hike is called. Um, it's probably not on any maps. It's not. It's you, actually the park service does not want anybody. They don't want you to. I probably use shouldn't it. be talking. We probably about should. It. We. You know what? Let's just stop. Well, We'll just continue say, this conversation later. Just saying that you can get down to the river. There's a secret way. We're not going to tell you about it. But we do this on every <laughs> podcast, Lyle. We 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 put there's these, our Easter egg. We for put you. these Easter eggs in there, and everybody's like, "Ooh, what's Colleen and Lyle talking about?" Oh, <laughs> too much, too much. We have too much fun with this. Uh-huh. It is a beautiful place. You're going to love it. Uh, there's. I was looking just the other day on tours for Antelope Canyon. A lot of people want to go to Antelope Canyon. I was still finding tours that were available about fifty bucks per person. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're just really reducing the size 10 people what i saw with ken's tours because we've done ken's tours before 10 people is the maximum size that they take they do take some smaller groups of five but it's a little more expensive yeah so if you're wanting to go to antelope canyon probably book it sooner than later right Uh, but it is open as of the recording of this podcast right now it is open so um that is something that you can go and do but it does it is going to cost some money because that is uh owned and operated through the tribe and some of the private establishments that have access to that canyon because again it's native sacred land and you are a visitor to get to go and see that beautiful stuff so some great stuff to to do and to see at lake powell i love it it's kind of a close to home race for us because we're not too far away from it so yeah it's uh, just a hop skip and a jump it is we're only about two two hours away from where we live in in st george in southern utah so you're gonna love it if you have any questions can they reach out to you lyle sure Okay, what's your email? Lyle, L-Y-L-E, at vacationraces.com. Okay. Um, feel free to shoot me an email. You can always shoot uh, Kaylee, or customer service it's extraordinaire. Like superstar. She's superstar, the, yes. Customer service superstar. Yeah, her, her email is info at vacationraces, and uh, she does a fantastic job yeah. at uh, answering emails as well. But yeah, you're so. welcome to email me as, uh, or her. Yeah, any questions, we want to take good care of you, and we are excited to welcome you to Lake Powell, especially if it's your first time with Vacation Races, you're definitely in for a treat. If it is your first time, we do have another podcast we'd love for you to listen to. It's kind of a welcome and an orientation to Vacation Races, and that's going to tell you more about our zero-waste policies, more about our cup-free aid stations and things like that, and what makes Vacation Races unique. So if you have never run with Vacation Races before, just jump over to our the app that you're listening to with the podcast and find that welcome and orientation podcast and you'll enjoy that as well but until we see you at lake powell train hard toodaloo toodaloo (laughs) i don't think we've ever ended a podcast like that now we'll just say toodles for short okay i like that you've been listening to the vacation races and friends podcast We'd love your feedback. Email podcast at vacationraces.com with comments, concerns, or stories you'd love to share. Make sure to watch for more episodes coming soon to vacationraces.com. This episode was produced by Colleen Rue in the Festival Sound Studio. 
For information about music licensing, contact Dane at vacationraces.com.